Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. Okay, I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to laugh. Okay, I've got to pull this together, but this... This is this is hilarious to me. You may not find it as funny as I do, but but I'm 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 really laughing. In fact, when I saw this, I, I almost just I almost fell off this chair onto the floor and started laughing. Okay, okay, let, 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 let's get the introduction out of the way. Welcome everyone. It is Saturday, January the eighth, twenty twenty two. It is currently eleven thirty two a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church, located right here in the middle of nowhere, Texas. And this is an introduction to a new week of Bible study. Now, we just finished a very long week of trying to figure out Micah chapter 5. I mean, it was complicated. It was controversial. It was difficult. There's so many different points of view. We worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. Some of you went above and beyond in doing your work. I want to thank you. Thank, thanks to every single person who did any work at all on the text. Thanks to everyone who sent me whatever you put together, whether it was an outline, whether it was just questions or thoughts. Thanks to everyone who participated in memorizing Micah chapter 5 verse 2 with the Bible memory app. Thank you for doing that. So, but it was a difficult chapter. So there was a part of me like, okay, I can't wait to see what this week's Bible study is on. So I went and opened up the curriculum, got ready. And remember, if you're brand new, there is free curriculum available to you. All you have to do is email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. I will send you the link. You can sign up. It's free. More and more people keep joining. We're, we're getting close to having to up to have to upgrade our subscription to the curriculum. So it will cost a little bit more money, but I, I think it's worth it because we, because people are, you know, we, we have more and more people using it. So that's that's a good thing. So, but if anybody else wants to use it, please let us know. But so I open up the curriculum. I'm like, okay, okay. All right, something simple, something straightforward, something, let, let's, let's something that won't be so. And I looked and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. All right. I guess I guess this week will be interesting because this week we're not studying a passage. This week we're studying an entire book. Yes. This week for Bible study, we are going to study an entire book. We're going to be studying the book of Obadiah. <laughs> yes, we're still in the Minor Prophets. We go from Micah chapter 5 to the entire book of Obadiah. Now, don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. Obadiah is one chapter, 21 verses long, okay? So it's only 21 verses. Don't panic. I know somebody like, oh, no, an entire book. I'm out. Get me away from this. There's no way. That's too much work. Now, 21 verses is going to be a lot of work. I will, will tell you that. But this week... The, oh, when I say this week, this coming week, starting tomorrow, you're, you are going to become good friends with the book of Obadiah. You are to live with the book of Obadiah for this week. Read it over and 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 over again. I want you to read it. I want you to read it. And I want you to read it. And here is your first assignment. Okay, you really you have two assignments, really two assignments. They're very simple. First, I want you to read Obadiah 
the, the, the entire book, all 21 verses, over and over and over. Just start reading it. And I want you to find and suggest what you think should be our memory verse for this coming week. That's all I want you to do. What verse do you think we should memorize for this coming week in the book of Obadiah? Now, some will argue that the key verse for the book of Obadiah is verse 15. Obadiah verse 15. Let me read the verse for you. Obadiah verse 15. Many believe this is the key verse to the book. Obadiah verse 15, for the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen, and as thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. Now, some people believe that's the key verse. Now, I think this is just my suggestion. You can, you can, you can go a completely different way. Some of you are probably going to suggest the verse that speaks to you, that kind of jumps off the page. I am going to suggest we don't do that. I suggest we try to find the verse that really summarizes the entire book of Obadiah. Or really, I mean, it's only one chapter that really summarizes everything, that really captures what it's about. So as you read, just try to find that, oh, I think that's the key verse. I think that's the key. I think my entire understanding of this book, this chapter, is going to be based right there. That's kind of what I want you to find. Because I think then the, then to, and then the memorizing of the verse will be will help you always memorize the book. If you just pick a verse that speaks to you, quote unquote, whatever that means, you only remember the verse as far, you only remember the book in regards to what spoke to you. What we want to do is remember the book based off what the book is actually about. Not what supposedly spoke to you, but what the book is actually about. So the book of Obadiah, <laughs> that, that is crazy. Now, the, the Bible study curriculum, they are going after, after this and the idea of the concept of justice, all right? Let, let me just read what, what the adult personal study guide says. And you have access to this. The adult personal study guide says this. As believers, we have incredible opportunities, privileges, and responsibilities of joining God in pursuing justice in our communities, cities, and country. Often the greatest obstacles to our encouragement, to our engagement, are our own indifferences and passivity. In the book of Obadiah, God used the prophet to speak clearly, harshly, and powerfully to the nation of Edom about their indifference, passivity, and self-seeking mindset. And I think you might be surprised to find how incredibly relevant the prophet's words are for us today. Join me with a tender heart as we dive into some hard topics in this study with the hope of loving Jesus more because of it. Now, of course, the curriculum does what all Christian curriculum does. Let's make it about us. Let's make it about us. No, let's stop. Let's not do that. Let's figure out what is the book of Obadiah, did I say? Okay, the nation of Edom. All right. I, I was like, wait, it's not the book of Edom. It's the book of Obadiah. Okay. I thought, I was like, wait a minute. The curriculum didn't call it the book of Edom, did it? Oh, no, I called it the book of Obadiah. Okay. I was just making sure I did not. I probably read that incorrectly. The book of Obadiah. All right. So the book of Obadiah, if I said it incorrectly. 
What we need to figure out is what is the book of, of Obadiah about? Who was it originally written to? How is it applicable to them? Okay, what lessons did they need to learn? We need to make it all about them. Then I have no problem then taking that and seeing how it is applicable to us. But let's not jump and do anything. Let's not make it about us until we figure it out what it meant to them. Remember, it's always the them first. When you do Bible study, it's to the original audience first. That You need to identify that audience and identify what it meant to that audience and the context in which they lived. Then and only then can you worry about you, okay? I, I, I don't get Christianity's preoccupation with always making it about, well, I do understand the preoccupation for preachers, right? Because listen, I know what happens. I, I've spent... I've spent two hours this morning, one, trying to show you the literal fulfillment of a prophecy in Ezekiel. Then I walked through an hour going through Malachi, Malachi, Micah uh, 5, trying to show you like how best to understand that chapter. And in none of those things did I have three practical lessons to make you a better wife or to make your marriage better or to make your kids better or to make your dog better or to, or three reasons why cats are great. In other words, I didn't have anything practical. I just had all the information. And even and, and, uh, the preacher in me, the preacher in me, uh, yeah, I'm losing my voice. The preacher in me, there was a part of me that when I got done with those two hours, like, you know what? No one, and, and and this is probably true. A lot of people are like, well, that was just, I didn't get anything from that because people want something practical. They want an application. They want, and people, and so preachers know that. So if like, if I'm in Micah 5, man, I better find a way to say, here's three lessons. Here's three, and maybe those are three good lessons, but in many cases, they have nothing to do with Micah chapter 5. I've seen lots of preachers have great application, but when you really, Think about the application and you're like, well, those are great lessons. They just don't have anything to do with the book that you brought them out from. They have nothing to do with the text. So uh, so before we do any about us, let's make it about them, all right? Obadiah, who, what, according to this thing, that this is uh, referring to the nation of Edom about their indifference, passivity, and self-seeking mindset. Well, we'll have to verify all of that to see if that is true. They said they're going to deal with some hard topics. Well, we're going to find out what we're going to get. I don't know what we're going to get into. It's just, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to work on the book first, then we'll look to the curriculum and then we'll see what we can do. So it's very simple. Read Obadiah, read it, read it, read it, read it. I'm going to also, hey, if there's anyone you know out there who wants to dig into scripture, invite them to be a part of this week's Bible study, okay? Invite them to be a part of it. We're going to read, 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 read. Remember, I know these are practical. These are practical lessons. See, I've got to give you something practical. See, that's that preacher coming out in me, but I'm not going to try to rip these from, from the book out of context. I'm just, these are just practical lessons about Bible study. Remember, observation, 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 observation. The Bible study is all about, uh, everyone thinks Bible study is about interpretation. Bible study is observation because after you've come up with your, after you've done a good work of observation, only then can you move to interpretation. And one of the keys about observation is you don't observe yourself in a text 
that isn't about you, okay? If your observational skills allows you to see yourself in a in a book, a letter, or a historical narrative where you are not actually found, I would call into question your observational skills because you're seeing things, right? And a lot of people have problems seeing things. They're like, look, 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 it's about us. It, just like we saw in Micah chapter five in, in this week's Bible study. We listened to a sermon where at the end of Micah 5, it all became about you, you, you. You do these things. You do these things. You do. And it's like, wait, Micah 5 is what God is going to do, not about what we should do. It's what God is going to do, and not even for us, for Israel, for Judah. So what in the world are you talking about? So we, we watched that take place in the sermon review. That's why the sermon review, as frustrating as it was, taught us some practical lessons observation, observation. So you read, 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 just observing what's there, just figuring out everything's there, not trying to interpret it. Remember, remember you can't, you can't do your interpretation until, until you've done your observation. The quality of your interpretation is clearly based off the quality of your observation. Right? It's that simple. So observe, determine which verse you think we should memorize, and then I will add it to the Bible memory app as the new verse of the week. We need one verse, maybe two verses if you think that the two go together that you think are really key to understanding the book. The verse that you think are verses that you think are key to understanding the book or the chapter really, that's what we need, the key verse. So read key verse and I think we're gonna do, I think we're gonna, I think I'm gonna make this happen. All right, okay, here we go. Outline, outline, I want an outline. I haven't been pushing outlines too much, but I want an outline, all right? It's time to do it. You know, you know what I should do? I should have everyone do the chapter summary method. I should have everyone do the chapter summary method on Obadiah because it's one chapter. This would be a great... I'm not going to do that now. Here, here's what I'm, I, this is what I'll do. How many, I'm going to ask this question. How many people know the chapter summary method of Bible study? I need you to email me, newsif at yahoo.com. If you know the method, then we, 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 we need to find a place to, you. we need to find a place to make sure everyone knows that method of Bible study. The chapter summary method of Bible study. Do you know that method of Bible study? All right. If you know it, let me know. If you don't, depending on what the, we're going to see what the percentages are, right? Now I've taught the chapter summary method like 9,000 times. Okay. Well, well, yeah, I know. Twyla's listening. She knows how to, I know you know how to do the chapter summary method, but I I can say, let's do it. And I think I'm going to get about a hundred emails going. I don't know what the chapter summary method is. So we're going to have to see. We'll have to see. Maybe we'll, we'll do that right now. Read Obadiah, read it, read it, read it, and then pick the verse you think fits. And then we will see what we're going to do with the chapter summary method. I think what's going to happen is tomorrow, during the Sunday school hour here at Victory Baptist Church, we are going to do the book. We're not, we're not going to do a full, true book background. We should do a book background uh, study method. Okay, but I'll do the book background work tomorrow. During the Sunday school hour, um, which will be live streamed and obviously will be right here. It'll be under the Theology Central podcast. It'll be under the Bible study exercise. We will do a full 
overview of the book of Obadiah. All right. We'll use a number of sources. We'll use the Bible dictionary. We'll use this. I may use a, a completely different resource for Obadiah. Um, I've got a number of resources here. We will do all the background work. Uh, this will, t- uh, we may, we may, I may suggest some outlines. We, we may just, do, we'll do a lot of that. And that will get us kind of like the overview. And then we'll start getting into more of the specifics. So that's what we're going to do tomorrow. So I'm going to do that work for you. So uh, you don't really need to do the book background method. Um, some of these methods, I'm re- we're really going to, this in 2022, I'm going to, ha- I'm going to have to try to get everyone involved in those methods. The chapter summary method. Okay, that's that's what we could we could do all the Bible study methods for the Book of Obadiah. That could actually be pretty interesting. Uh, we're, we take uh, because Obadiah may actually work for all of the Bible study methods. Clearly, it would the book background it would work. Clearly, chapter summary. I bet you the devotional method uh, would work. Uh, I, there's going to be topical methods. I bet you we can do some word studies. I bet you. I bet you we could do all all of all of the methods. We may we may we may we may do a lot of we may this week may be a, just a fun week in how we work with Obadiah. It, it will be. We're going to try to make it fun. Not so. Man, Micah was so hard. I, I think Obadiah. We'll see. We'll see how hard it's going to be. But this. So all I want you to do now is read it. That's simple. Just and please more than once. Please, I beg you. You got to read it. Um, and then. Just that I don't know what the key, what you think the key verse is, but remember, key, not the one that you think is. Oh, I really like this verse. By all means, memorize any verse you want, but we got to find what we think the key verse is to really understanding uh, the the chapter. Really understanding the chapter. I'm going to look at something really quick. I'm going to see here. Give me one second here. I'm looking at another book. Uh, Let's see. Okay, it doesn't. I thought this. I thought maybe this book was going to say, "Here's the key verse." It doesn't. Um, that's interesting. That they tell me what the name of Ob- Obadiah is, but I'm not going to get into any of that right now. If I don't put the book down right now, then I'm going to start sitting here reading it while you're wa- while you're waiting for me to talk. Okay, because as soon as I pick up a book, I have to start reading it. So it's it's it's, it's dangerous to have books around because as soon as I pick it up, I'm like, okay, let's just start working through the book. Okay. But uh, so read key verse. That's all I want you to do right now. And then tomorrow, book background. Oh, an outline, an outline. Okay, I am going to have you do an outline. I'm sorry. So read key verse outline. Read key verse outline. I almost, I almost, I almost cheated you out of doing an outline. And I know some of you. As soon as I say outline, I can already hear many people. Well, I'm not participating in this week's study, okay? Because I don't want to sit there and have to come up with an outline for an entire book. It's only 21 verses. Calm down. It'll be okay. Uh, outline, outline, outline. And, and oh, we, we have to do this. We have to do this, class. What can you not do in your outline? Your outline cannot contain any interpretations. Outlining is a observational tool. It's not an interpretation tool. Your outline is not, if you, if you outline any section and you give that section a title and that it's an interpretation, you're interpreting what is going on in that section. You get an F, you, you fail, you get a zero, you're expelled. Okay. No, it does. 
It cannot contain an interpretation. It must be observation, all right? No interpretation, only observation. Exactly right. Twyla got it right, okay? Because, uh, and the reason why is your outline, you just want to make, it's helping you observe everything that's there. And if you observe everything that is there, then you now have the ability to interpret what's there. Got to observe before you can interpret. You have to observe before you interpret. It's what drives me crazy when I'm done preaching and and sometimes people want to immediately argue. And I'm like, how much time have you spent in the text? You you haven't even read the text. You haven't studied the text, but you're going to tell me what's there. You got to go spend, when you've done a couple of hours of observation, let's talk. Until then, stop arguing with me, okay? Stop arguing with me. Sometimes I lose, I lose my mind on that. It's like, how can you be so dogmatic and ready to argue when you, the all you've ever, all you've done is just, just open the Bible for this sermon? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. There's no point in having that discussion. Let's go do hours of, and I think, look, I think so many debates and arguments about the text of scripture would probably magically decrease. They will never go away, but they would magically decrease in a large percentage if everyone would just spend the time doing all of the observational work. Because once you've done all of the observational work, then you're limited to what you can do with the text. You're like, well, I can't do that because, well, there's no way. The text won't allow me to do that. You'll know what the text will or will not allow you to do because you've observed, you have observed, and you have observed. So read. We need a key verse. We need a memory verse. And then outline. Obadiah. Make Obadiah your friend this week. Now, we know very little about Obadiah. I don't think we know anything about Obadiah other than, um, I think all we know about Obadiah is maybe the meaning of his name. I don't think we know anything about Obadiah. See, if I'm not careful, I'm going to start working. I'm going to start doing all the work for you. See, bad, bad. Um, There you have it. There you have it. Let's have a fun week of studying the book of Obadiah. All right. Now, I know uh, every week that I hope that every week of Bible study, I think the the fun thing about this is, and, and, and 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 this is what I love about the way we're doing this, is I'm not the one making the determination. You're not the one making the determination. I'm just opening up the curriculum. I'm like, that's what they're having us study. This is forcing us to study things that maybe we would not choose to study. That's one of the, that's such an important part of study is being forced to study. That's one of the reasons I loved Bible college seminary. And I went to everyone Bible Institute, everyone I could go to because they would choose what I was studying, whether I'm, I'm, I don't want to study that. But that's great. Sometimes you've got to be forced to study that which you have overlooked because I think most of you probably could say, tell me very little about Obadiah because it's not a book that people just typically pick up to read and study. So by following along with the Bible study exercise, you're being forced to study things that maybe you would not study on your own. And that's the benefit of this. And now I'm going to be forced to go through the book of Obadiah again. We covered uh, all the minor prophets in the past here at Victory Baptist Church. I think we spent a year, maybe two years and the minor prophets. So, um, well, we're going to go back to Obadiah uh, starting tomorrow here during the Sunday school hour. And I hope that it proves to be a great uh, study. And I hope this week and uh, Obadiah proves to be great for you as well. So start working. Um, awesome. Um, and again, you can, if your outlines for those who are part of the actual discussion group on discord, 
post your outlines in the group. It's like uh, sometimes I think you got, your guys are a little afraid to post it in the channel. You'll send it to me an email, which is great. Put it for everyone. Let everyone see it because that we that's what we want. I want everyone I want everyone in the group seeing what everyone is doing so that we can discuss it. You know, no one's going to don't be afraid of someone going, well, I don't like your outline. It's okay if they don't like your outline. Nobody likes my outlines. It's it's okay. It's you just got to get used to you know, that. Nobody my outlines every time I all when I have the church try to work through an outline in real time in a church service. Everyone comes up with their outlines, and then I always say, no, I disagree with all of them, and I come up with my own, okay? So not everyone agrees with outlines, but that's okay. Seeing all the different outlines challenges us about, wait, I didn't even see that. Why didn't I put that in my outline? And then it calls uh, challenges our observational skills, right? Because all the outlining is is observation. As long as you don't have an interpretation, you really can't be wrong in your outline. You really can't be wrong in your outline as long as the outline observes everything that's in the the chapter or the book or whatever you're outlining. It, as long as it doesn't have an interpretation, it can, if you have if it has an interpretation, that's wrong. If it doesn't have an interpretation, it's just your observation. And then someone else may say, "But what about? Wait, what about right here?" And you're like, "Oh wow, how did I miss that? I've done that so many times. I've done an outline, and I'll be like, wait." I completely skipped that. What in the world? So uh, some seeing everyone's different outlines, it's, it, it benefits everyone. So don't be afraid to post it in the Discord group. It, it's, it's, it's perfectly, it's great. It's wonderful. It, it's helped. That's the whole point of the group is trying to find a group of people who actually want to talk about these things. So uh, we, we've got a good group right now. So let's, uh, let's keep doing that so that uh, everyone benefits uh, from it. I'm, I'm grateful that you email it to me. And, and I, I benefit from it, but I want everyone to benefit from it. I want everyone in the group to benefit from it, not just me. Uh, so don't be, don't be hesitant. Don't be afraid. And if it's wrong, I'll just, I'll just put you on full blast and tell it. No, I won't do that. I won't do that. So I only do that to the people in this church. <laughs> That's the only people I do that to, right? That's one of the benefits of membership in this church is I'm like, what in the world are you guys doing? Okay, I won't do that to the people in the Discord group. I'll be, I'll be nicer to them. All right, I hope that makes sense. All right, Micah, uh, Micah. Say I'm still stuck in Micah. Obadiah. All right, Obadiah. That is what we are going to be studying. Let's, let's work on it. Don't even look at the curriculum yet. Please don't, don't look at the curriculum yet. Read key verse outline. Then we'll start looking at the curriculum and see what they, they, they have an agenda. Okay, here's what I know about the curriculum. They have an agenda in a sense that they are using Obadiah because they want to talk about basically the subject of justice. That always makes me a little nervous because they're, they, they are placing, in a sense, their presupposition upon the text. You've got to avoid all of that so that we can see what the text actually says to see if it agrees or disagrees with their presupposition. All right, there we go. Obadiah, that's what we're doing tomorrow at church. Listen, work, email, talk about it in the discussion group. Let's make it a great week of Bible study. And uh, thanks for all of all the hard work on Micah 5. Uh, I know it's another week and you'll be like, man, maybe I want to take this week off. I mean, if you need to, that's great, but participate as much as you can. 
Um, even on, on weeks where you're too busy to actually do the work, at least listen to everything so that you still gain the insight from it, even if you can't actually participate. All right. I think I'll stop right there. Everyone have a great Saturday. Get to work. And uh, if you have any questions in regards to Micah 5 still, let me know. And if we need to do anything extra with that, I will. I think we did, what, nine parts, nine or ten parts on Micah. So I think I did as much as po- that I possibly could. And uh, But if we need to do anything else, you just let me know and we will work on it. All right. I'm going to stop right there. And, uh, oh, I just got a notification from the Bible Memory app that it is time for me to review Micah chapter 5, verse 2. That's what the sound was in the background. My iPad telling me, you need to do your review on Micah chapter 5, verse 2. So I, I do need to work on that today and finish that up. So because tomorrow we start uh, a verse somewhere in Obadiah and you're going to be the ones to help me figure that out. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. God bless.